Welcome everyone. This is Glenda Dawson from Glenda's Dragon's Den and um, just want to say welcome. Uh, tonight we're doing the podcast just a little different than our normal format. Uh, Larry or LD is uh, doing, uh, he's on a mission. You know, I like to send him every once in a while on a mission. So um, tonight we're going to do questions and answers and discussion and all that. So uh, Ashley, one of my students, is has had some questions that um, she's been here uh, waiting to ask. So she's <laughs> going to be reading the questions that she has. And she's also going to be reading any questions that are in the chat room. So if anybody has any questions, you know, put them up and then we'll, we may not be able to get all of them, but we will definitely try to get all of them. How's that? Right, Ashley? That's right. Yeah, we're doing good here. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley, for doing this. Of course. And um, so welcome, everyone. And uh, tonight is kind of interesting because it's January 10th. And for some reason, before we start, some reason I've been... Um, dreaming January 10th since June of last year. So it's very interesting that today on January 10th, which I didn't even realize, you know, I didn't even look it up in the calendar, is this different style of uh, show. So let's uh, welcome some of the people that are there in the chat, like Mandy, Joe, Lisa, thank you for being here. Okay, Ashley. I know I'm stalling, ain't I? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I think a good way to kick it off since you are a teacher mm -hmm. is what advice would you give somebody since a lot of people seem to be going through an awakening right now? What would you say to somebody that has, like, for me personally, I felt like I was lost in the ocean when mine started until I found you. So what advice, where would you tell people to start if they're going through their awakening? Well, truthfully, I would go and read a lot and let stuff resonate and try to find a tribe, try to find a mentor. And if you ask yourself, if you ask the divine, if you ask God, you ask your guides to show you where to find your, your mentor, the right one that's for you, you, they will show it to you. They will guide you and they will show. Um, it's like the old saying, you know, once the soon is ready, the master will appear it's the same way so if you ask then your guides know that you are ready and you are willingly um, ready to go to the next step but reading i found that when i was going through my major one because we go through many there isn't just one that we go through but our, there is always one major one um i found that reading paying attention to what people say, asking for advice of my guides, asking for clues, synchronicity, and it just step by step, you find your way. Yeah. So for reading, do you have a favorite starting point, like a favorite book that you're, I know it's probably a million on me like, but like that really starting out point, wow. what would you say? Wow, <laughs> that is hard to say because there's so many good books out there right mm -hmm. now uh when i started there was like maybe 10 good books so so but if you feel you're more connected to the native american you go to a native american type of uh background if you feel you're more connected witchy wise of course you go more to like cunningham and them that have some guidance um there are a lot of books that are just spiritual in nature and sometimes you may just have to sit in front of a shelf in the library, you know, the old library, and just sit there and look at what they have. Maybe something calls out to you and that's where you need to start. Right. And so I'm also, and as you're sitting, I'm always wondering, like, I know you was able to see and talk since you were really little. Mm -hmm. When did you know you were meant to heal people and open up your own store to do that? Well, I knew I was meant to heal people somewhere in my, when I was like 15. 
mm-hmm. at that point, um, you know, 15. And in those times, you said you were seeing things and you were going to heal with energy. People mm-hmm. would think you're a little bit gone and, you know, they would put you away and all that other stuff. So I just basically told my guides, find a way that I can help people without being so obvious. And it's just sometimes talking to somebody. Um, mm-hmm. In When I was in my 30s, like 30s, I used to get the wake-up call literally at, two, you know, the witching hour between 2 and 3. And then it would be like, um, like I've told you guys, all my sons, it would be like, okay, go to the Dunkin' Donuts. There's somebody there that just needs to chat. And I would literally right. wake up, leave my children with my mother, go to the Dunkin' Donuts and sit there. And I knew that that person just needed someone to notice them. Just yeah. enough time to make me change their mind or, or redirect their thoughts from wanting to end it to, oh, maybe there's hope. Right. So, so can you explain to some of our listeners out there that may not know why between two and three is the witch hour and what does that mean and why is it spirit tends to come through then versus other times more well the witching hour as it is called is when the veil although a lot of people say there isn't any but there is the veil is the set the thinnest so the two dimensions let's say can interact and go from one to another so that is the best time for someone to go astral traveling somebody who's alive and that's the best mm-hmm. time for the spirit world to come and speak to you um usually i will get that that call uh by an archangel that's usually who mm-hmm. wake me up but they they wake me up at any time any place they they poke me like excuse me you, you got work to do <laughs> so but that that was there, there's always a representative that comes to mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Have you ever said no to said representative and, and had to deal with the consequences? <laughs> yes, I <laughs> And uh, there is this certain archangel, uh, which I, I can't, I just can't mention just in case they, they decide to show up. Um, but I did say no one time and um, they kept saying I had to move from uh, Wayne, New Jersey, and I had to move to Pennsylvania. And I kept saying, no, my kids are in, in high school yet. You know, my youngest is still going through school. I want them to remain with their friends. And so the only way that they found out that I would move was to have a hurricane cause damage to my house in Wayne. And I said, okay. I hear you. And I moved and lo and behold, that that area never had a problem again. (laughs) (laughs) Lesson learned. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So when they say to move, uh, I'm usually like, oh, I hate moving, but okay. Where am I moving? Or if they say go to this place out of the blue, I go and I tell Larry, I said, um, they, they we're going to go say in in april to florida and he's like oh i'm like yeah what for i don't know yet i just know that in april get ready we're going to go to florida that kind of mm-hmm. thing um and that's um actually that's what happened in 2017. um wow. yeah in january we were talking and i just said to him uh, uh we're, we're going to florida and he's like, why? And I said, I don't know. And then two weeks later, I found out why. I had to go to this one event. Yeah. And 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 I was just like, okay, there you go. It's a little crazy, but that's the way it is. So very crazy. <laughs> so for our future mediums out there in the world that are just starting out, what would you say is your best way to grow your gifts? Practice, but yeah. make sure you protect yourself so start off with calling in your guides and archangels whoever whatever deity you work with light a candle do sage do palo santo surround yourself with crystal really protect yourself 
because if you're by yourself and you're just starting out, you may not know how to handle what's coming through. Um, right. You know, and that's why I run those uh, mediumship development classes, um, you know, for anybody who's starting out or anybody, whether you're just starting out or you're, you know, advanced and you keep practicing. We all keep developing. The clue about all this and the thing about all this is to always constantly keep moving forward. Because once you stop, you kind of get stagnant. And then your gifts also can kind of get stagnant, no matter what gifts it is. And um, the more you develop it, the better understanding you have and the better you do from um, joining all the different gifts. Mm -hmm. So Lisa just asked um, one of those classes, so maybe this would be a great time where you can tell everybody. Yes. Because you have three during the week that you do, yep. for sure. Yes. So uh, the mediumship classes, uh, mediumship development classes are every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you, Mandy. Um, <laughs> and um, that's for two hours. And it's on Zoom and in person. So if you can't make it, uh, in person, not to worry. Uh, and I, uh, you know, we'll, we start off by practicing and we continue different ex types of exercises. Now this week we will have class the week after we won't. So after, you know, but after that we will, because, uh, I'm getting interviewed that night. So, um, then Monday nights I do a Reiki clinic. Uh, and I streamed that at 6 p.m. Eastern. And that's uh, found on Facebook, on YouTube, on Conscious Awakening Network. Um, almost, uh, oh, geez, almost everywhere, basically. Uh, and then on Friday nights, I do guided meditation at 8 p.m. Eastern. And that's also on YouTube and Facebook streamed on YouTube and Facebook. So uh, you could grab it and you could always go to YouTube at Glenda's Magical Creations and you can find everything there. So. so I noticed you mentioned and some of the questions where you mentioned protections. Yeah. Is there a certain crystal that you would recommend if somebody wanted to shop for to get for protection? The best better? type of crystal I always say for protection is anything that's black. Mm -hmm. obsidian, black onyx, anything that's black. I don't care, you know, because some people resonate better with certain type. Some people resonate with other types. There is the clear crystal, clear quartz, of course. That's a universal crystal that's used for anything. But if you're going to go with something, go with something that's black. So. Okay. And then I thought maybe we could swerve around and talk about this wonderful galactic family we got out there since you know on the news and everything they tend to be a hot topic and i feel like a lot of times they don't get the credit they deserve so since you since you are able to channel and communicate with them is there something that you think you could tell the world that they would want the world to know that maybe the government is misconstruing well I don't know if it's the government or whoever, but I just know that their biggest message is we're here to help you and you need our help. So basically ask because they still will not, um, they don't want to intervene. But we, mm -hmm. we are in the times, rough times where uh, a lot of disturbances are occurring and they don't want us to repeat history again where mother earth decides to get rid of all the pests and we're the pests uh <laughs> and then she's she's fine she she will continue forever and then mm -hmm. new population comes in um, and I see that there, I read that there's a lot of different types, like you kind know, of use different types of humans. There's different, let's say, races of extraterrestrials. Can you maybe uh, maybe talk about a few? I know there's a lot. <laughs> maybe like ones that you work with, maybe. Okay. Or well, talk to. I work with uh, so, uh, the galactic uh, family from Sirius, 
I work mm -hmm. with Arcturians. Um, I, I work with almost all of them, but those are the two that I work the most with. Just trying to think if there's any one that really stands out. I do work with um, councils, which are representatives. So kind of like, uh, you know, a round table and each race has mm -hmm. a representative, not just galactic, but also um, beings in general. Some are, are archangels, some are ascended masters, some are mm -hmm. galactic in, by nature. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So we have a question. Is there something in the atmosphere that is making people have heightened senses, uh, senses, if I could talk, or being called to do mediumship, et cetera, right now? That's a great question. Yes, it is. Well, right now we're needed. Right now is when the time for humanity to start opening their gifts and all, all of our gifts are needed so we as humans can continue to exist. Um, we also need those gifts to help us go into the fifth dimension, you know, ascend to the next level. And just for the record, ascending to the next level doesn't mean that we're going to physically be there. It's all going to be within us. We're going to sense different things. We're going to be able to see different dimensions. We're going to be able to see different realities. And we're going to be moving away from the density of this 3D reality that we're in uh, to a higher, more spiritual, more loving, type of um, existence so do you have any advice for somebody who might want to figure out what gift they have like you know well what's best for them well you know you start with certain classes like mediumship you start um, looking into um, or even get in touch with me I could help you with that also you start with um, looking at descriptions, like if somebody's an empath, okay? Nobody used to know what an empath meant, but now we know, you know, the more we talk about it, the more we know an empath is somebody who can feel everything. You can feel the other person's uh, feelings. You can feel the pet's feelings. You could feel how they are. If they're sick, you may get sick because they're sick. Um, you can feel if there's a spirit around you also. It isn't just, you know, living things. It's also things that are dead. You can feel if you're going into a building and there's something not right. You know, you feel that. And you may feel even sick to your stomach. So that those kinds of um, gifts are easy to describe and the as I call the symptoms of it, is <laughs> you could list them and then just check, 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 check. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm pretty much that. <laughs> so how could somebody, you know, almost like calm down, like they don't want to feel it right now, like right. they just need a break. How can they like shut that down for a moment and then come back? <laughs> well, um, what I tell people, which I, I've had to do, you know, especially if I could see everything all the time, or I know if I walk into hospitals, I have to shut it down. Um, mm -hmm. Because then everybody will know, all the dead people know that you're there. And they're like, oh, uh, we, we need to get a, a, a word in, we need to do this, we need to do that. So um, what you what I do is I just mentally see a light switch, and I just turn it off. And then that automatically puts a um, wall around me. So all the feelings of everyone, everything that I can see and everything hits that wall, but it doesn't hit me. So it's kind of like a bubble where you people mm -hmm. say a bubble of protection. For me, it's a bubble of just wall so I don't experience anything. I know it's there. Okay. I can tell you, okay, that person died, that's dead is there but I won't necessarily have to acknowledge it or anything. I could just walk in and walk out mm -hmm. without being overwhelmed because yeah. you know, there's certain places that are 
Like if you go near the morgue, that's not a good, mm -hmm. you have to turn those gifts down. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Next question is, what's your recommendation when you have multiple gifts? Well, work them together. Okay, the gifts are given to you and it isn't one or the other. So you can literally work all the gifts together. So say for example, um, me, mediumship, okay, and channeling, and um, being able to actually see apparitions, see ghosts, see spirits. Um, I put all those together and helped me grow tremendously. When I was working as a paralegal, I would use all my gifts, including intuition and everything, so I could do the cases and write them up really good. Because maybe I'm looking through something and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, and look, look, look. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, 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 wait. Didn't I see? And then I go back and look, and it just tells me where to go. So there's nothing in this life that says you could use you only have to use one of your gifts use them all combine them and that all not only will make you more spiritually inclined but it will raise your vibrations because then you're actually being grateful for all the gifts that you received because right they're just for us to use in this lifetime in this incarnation so we get them and if we don't use them it's kind of like we're saying, oh, I'm ungrateful. I don't want it. It's like a person who can play any instrument they want without ever taking classes. Okay. They, they're very musically inclined and they could just play whatever melody without ever, ever going to single class. If they take that gift and never use them, they're being ungrateful. So all the other gifts start to shut down too. Eve, no matter what it is it could be a, you know that's a gift of healing because when you can play music or you can sing or you do art or anything that's a healing form it's not say reiki or, or anything else like that but it is a form of healing somebody looks at a picture or a painting and they just you know they resonate so much that they bring them tears and that's that's how you so use them all at the same time there's no need to stop one or the other yeah it's gonna be amazing to have multiple gifts <laughs> glenda <laughs> you all do we all do that brings like that brings a great backup question i'm sorry i'm gonna interrupt you that's okay would you say that everybody has gifts yes Everybody has gifts. They may not realize it or acknowledge it or are afraid to even uh, go near them because of the, the upraising. You know, when we were younger, we used to get told, oh no, you see ghosts, that, that's the devil, you know, that's demonic, uh, or you're crazy. So that's in back of the head. And sometimes we're afraid to use those gifts. We're afraid to even acknowledge them um we're afraid to um just use them or even admit to because we don't want people to say we're crazy or we're working in, in the demonic form or anything like that so yeah um another chat question is if you go into a building and feel like something is behind you is that usually a spirit or am i just spooking myself <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, Mandy. That's somebody behind you. <laughs> but um, what you should do is you say, uh, if you want to talk to me, I'm willing to talk to you, but you got to show yourself in front of me. And then this way, you don't get that eerie feeling. So it's all, uh, oh, no. <laughs> It's it's you know so you don't get that eerie feeling though. The hair on the back of your neck. Yeah. <laughs> <Stand it up. laughs> oh. 
Um, so another topic that a lot of people would like to know about is, because it's talked about a lot now, is Akashic Records. Can you tell us what they are and how does one kind of access them? Can you okay. access them yourself? <laughs> okay. Uh, Akashic Records, I describe them like old filing cabinets. And every filing cabinet has a few drawers and each file folder, say, is a lifetime or an experience, depending on how many lifetimes you've had. And you just go and you access them. Okay, I want to know why I'm so afraid of um, water, for example. So you find out in this lifetime or in previous lifetimes when there was a trauma with water. And you can then use that information to help you manage your fears in this lifetime. Um, that's one of the things that people do for the Akashic Records. Now, yes, you can access your Akashic Records yourself. Yeah. Um, usually, I, I do train people to do that. And usually, it's done the first few times, it's done with me, so you can be safe and you can know step by step by step. But then later on, you could do that yourself. You could just go in and say, okay, I'm afraid of the dark. So every single room has to have the light on. That's a little, you know, strange. And you find out from your mother that you have been the same way since you were born. All your lights had to be on. So you want to find out why. And obviously, since it didn't happen, you know, it appears that nothing happened in this lifetime, probably one in the past lifetime. So then you will go in there and you get your answers and then you can work through it and heal yourself, heal your old, that person or that uh, lifetime, that trauma to bring then the healing to the present. So. Nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is good. Everybody. And everybody has it, by the way. Yes. Um, it's like what they call the book of life. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing, just, you know, it keeps all of your lifetimes, all of your experiences. So are you yeah. able to see something and then change it as I fall into the free will? Kind of uh, or is it like already set out in stone kind of? How does that work? No, no. Um, it's usually you see the stuff that's in the past. Okay. You can't see stuff in the future. But there is that free will thing. You could, you know, things can change. So if you continue the, on your path, and as it is at this very moment, say, I'm using this as an example, people. It's not really hard. I'm just using this as an example. Mm -hmm. You see that um, you're going to get in trouble and you're going to have a, get yourself into a big car accident. Okay, because of whatever trouble you caused, you were running, you were driving really fast and whatever. You can then say, okay, this all started uh, at... This all started, say, at the supermarket. So on that day, at that time, you make sure you don't go to the supermarket if you don't want all that experience to occur. And then you see why it is. Why did you go to the supermarket at that day, at that time? And what happened? Is it caused by somebody else? And if it's caused by somebody else, then it's easy to change, right? Because then you just make sure that you're not there at the same time. And right. then that kind of thing. But if it's something that you did and you caused, you could just say, you know what? Uh, no, that's okay. I'm, I'm going to change. I'm going to make sure that I don't do that. I don't create that chaos for myself. So Someone says they have a fear of heights and deep water. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do heights. <laughs> well, you know, uh, it, it's uh, sometimes a little hard to manage those fears um but uh, or as they call those phobias but they can be managed and um with proper advice and proper um healing you can take those steps step by step by step and before you know it you're doing everything that you need to do and that you wanted to do probably and you haven't been able to so fear always stops us. But if you feel your courage with that energy instead, you'll be able to just 
manage it and take those steps that you need to do to get there. So, and once you, once you jump out of a moving airplane, one time you'll feel that rush and it'll be fine. You'll be wanting to do it again. Yeah. When, um, when you're doing your readings or have done readings in the past, do you have a favorite, like, I guess, tool? I know there's like pendulums, there's oracle cards, there's terrors, and I know a lot of people not sure what to use or not to use. Do you have any insight on what you like or? Well, I, I like all the tools. Like mm -hmm. I've always said, I, I call it, I have a toolbox and all my tools go in there because I never know which tool is best for me for that day and for the person that's in front of me. Most of the times I use one of my tarot cards just to let the person put their energy into them so then I could read their energy. Um, so, uh, for example, when I do readings, even though I use tarot cards and I can teach tarot readings and all that other stuff, I just all of a sudden the energy speaks to me as to what it is that um, that person is looking for, what answer they're, they're looking for, what direction they're looking for. And I, the cards become, I don't even look at them. They mm -hmm. just, I'm just getting that feeling and that energy. And then I'm receiving people who come that are loved ones that are there to speak for the family or speak for the person that is in front of me, the client. So, Right. But, do you uh, have a favorite form of protection that you use when you're going to do a reading? I always start with a prayer in my own, my own type of prayer. Mm. I always like to have a candle. I like to have a, a crystal and I call my my team as I say um, my team is always there and all I have to do is say um, okay I need whoever wants to come down this is what I need so that kind of thing how does one find their team or I know a lot of people ask how do you find the name of your spirit guide do you just ask or is well Okay, there you're born. Every single person is born with six spirit, six guides. Six. Yes, wow. they're with you from the time that you're born to the time that you die. Okay, uh, you actually signed them up before you even came into this world. When you were deciding what you came here for, in this lifetime, for example, there they they all signed up. Also, okay, we're going to be your guides for this six. Um, six of them for this lifetime. Uh, then you also have those that are passerbys that just for that moment or that problem or that time period in your life that come in and try to give you advice. And then you have others like say, for example, when my grandmother passed away, she became one of my guides because she wanted to do that. So then from the point that she passed away till the end of the time that I pass away, she has, she's going to remain. Why six? Mm -hmm. Because they decided there was six? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not privy to that one, Paula, but there are six that you are all, that are always with you. So one is like say a healer and one is um, the person who brings the messenger, the messenger. One is the one that keeps you joy in your life, that kind of thing. So there's five of them and they always are directing you. When you were a young child, you used to have joy and you used to play, and you used to not really see all the negative in, in the world. Um, you, that little joy guide, it stays with you. And every once in a while, when you are, say, depressed, a person is depressed or sad or whatever, or going through something, that joy guide will try to bring some little bit of joy into your life. Whether you're grieving, whether you're having a rough day could just be in a form of somebody smiling at you, holding the door to you. 
And that just brings that little bit of joy that makes you then continue going with your day. Mm -hmm. I was told I have two wolves and spirit guides. So what do they represent? They represent that you're very connected with wolves. You like to be in packs. So wolves are very good at uh, direction. They're very good uh, to keep you protected because you become part of the pack. You become part of the family. Even if it's just one, you're still connected to that animal. So if you go near dogs or wolves, most likely they're going to be um, friendlier with you instead of, you know, if somebody who isn't um, really um, connected to wolves or dogs, you can then, uh, you will be able to communicate with them easier and they could talk to you easier. They could direct you easier. Wolves are very protective. So Lisa, you got protection. Um, uh i've only mm -hmm. met three of my guys but my grandma is also one yes do you think a lot of people get our past loved ones as gods a lot of the times we do especially if we're really connected to them while they're alive mm -hmm. um when my grandmother like i said when she was alive i was very close to her i could do no wrong out of all her grandkids I could do absolutely no wrong. I could I could wear her stuff. I could go, go out and jump in the mud, whatever. I could do no wrong. Um, so we were always very connected. She would always trying to teach me things, uh, cooking, knitting, sewing, all that stuff. And so when she passed away, um, I was already older. I was in my 20s. She became one of my guides because of that. That's awesome. Love it. Mandy, Mandy, you, um, when I do the meet your guides class, you come and then uh, we'll get, we'll get you to meet your other three guides. Uh, do you have any new exciting classes for 2024? Well, you can talk about yet or well um, look out. <laughs> uh, yeah, right now we're just starting the uh, new tarot which will start um, um, next Tuesday actually so that's for um, a year and a half basically classes and the students as you well know Ashley you'll learn tarot inside out Mm -hmm. But using your instinct, using your gifts to read, not just the meaning of the cards. Right. So you will be able to use your guides. You'll be able to use your the energy. And um, it isn't just what the meaning of the card is. Right. So um, right now, that's the only one that I really can talk about because the other ones are in the works. But gotcha. they're, they're going to be coming up like... Um, Let's see, some are going to be uh, having to do with colors. Mm. So nice. some of them are having to do with essential oils. Some of them will have uh, some herbs. Mm -hmm. So I'll be teaching some of that stuff. Nice. Um, we have a couple of questions, but to finish off on the tarot, can you explain to people that are starting out also, like especially like me too. What's the difference in like tarot? Then you have oracle cards. You have angel cards. And I know there's a lot more, but like, when well, you're, what is the biggest difference? Well, the biggest difference between oracle cards and tarot cards is tarot cards are more serious. Okay. Okay. Oracle cards are more jovial. They're they're more like, um, uh, like butterflies versus wolves. Gotcha. <laughs> And, and people see tarot cards are um, sometimes scarier. Right. But, you know, it's just the, the picture, not the meaning. Just wanted to throw that out there because I saw that question so that they know the difference. Yeah. Um, question in the chat is, how do we find out who are spirit guides? Well, the way I do it is I actually put you guys through a deep meditation where you will actually be introduced to your spirit guides. 
um, in the class, I'll explain all about each one of them. And each uh, meditation that I do, because I do three meditations, will get you to meet two of your guides. So it'll be two for each meditation. And the class usually lasts about three hours. Sometimes a little longer, depending on you know how many people there are, and, and if uh, I if I notice while I'm doing that and I'm guiding you through that that people are not really connecting, then it takes a little longer. But um, it's basically you go in and you I put you into very deep meditation. Uh, very, very deep, where you meet your other your guides all together, and you will get to know them, how they look, how they smell, because every each one of them has a different scent. So you'll know when they're there. If you smell that scent, you'll know that it's them. Um, their name, you, you'll get to know what their favorite color is. So if, for example, my... Um, speaking of smell uh, one of my great grandfathers used to smoke pipe and every single time i smell that i know that it's him so um you know that's how you know and uh also you'll know you'll see you'll be able to know how they look the, the description of them so if you happen to see a whole bunch of fairies and your joy guy loves fairies and all of a sudden you go into a garden and you see fairy statues and fairy this and fairy motif and little fairies also, then you'll know that your spirit guide is trying to tell you to have joy, to have fun, and and you'll know that they're around. So we talked about how we talk to our spirit guides and all the, the good side. What is your advice on somebody that might have a different kind of attachment and not so good in their home right now? <laughs> Well, it depends on what kind of um, attachment in their home. Uh, for example, if it's something that the spirit is just angry, um, you know, and I, I've seen this often because I get called for this type of that stuff, where spirits get instigated and they get very upset, they get very angry, because they're being disrespected and all that then i go in there and i kind of talk to them and that's something that you need someone who does that mm -hmm. you 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 really it's very hard to do it yourself mm -hmm. you could calm them down by saying okay i'm, I'm gonna do palo santo and sage and and you know all that stuff you could calm them down that way but you can't just straight up get rid of them because some of them you right. can't get rid of uh, some of them are attached to the land. Some of them are attached okay. to to the house. And that, you know, the only thing you can do is then try to find common ground so everybody can live in peace. Yeah. So would you just suggest somebody like reach out to a mentor to find somebody to come help them? Or how does one ask help? <laughs> right. I would. I would uh, reach out to someone who's done, who's had experience, um, just to check around and see exactly what it is first. Um, because not everything that goes wrong in your house is done by a spirit, first of all. And not everything that could go wrong that is done by a spirit, it means that the spirit is chaotic or demonic, you know, that everybody likes to use that word. It could just okay. be that the person is trying to get your attention. It could be a loved one that doesn't like you with the mate that you have right now or what you're doing in life at that moment or the direction that you're heading. And they're trying to like say, hey, stupid, get over here. Stop. <laughs> get back on the road. Go back to school. Go back to your, your studies. Go back to your path. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How would you recommend someone? Do you recommend somebody to like, let's say you don't have attachment, but you want to keep your house cleansed and, you know, happy. Right. What, do you have any recommendations for that? Well, I recommend that you have somebody come and bless your house. Okay. And this way your house remains um, in that state, um, okay. you know, because 
you bring every single day you go out, you could bring some energy back with you. Doesn't mean a spirit, doesn't mean anything. But so you bumped into somebody who's been having a really rough day. And they're really angry and they're shouting and all that. And you just bring that energy back with you. Now that energy multiplies and feeds whatever spirits may be there um, without you even knowing. So this way you just keep doing it. I usually uh, recommend that you bless your house and then you follow it up with uh, some saging or, or using Palo Santo throughout the house or uh, like, you know, uh, I do my own little squirty mm -hmm. thing and I tell people use just one squirt in every room or once mm -hmm. once in the front of the house in the back of the house doesn't have to be every single it, it really is concentrated so you don't need a lot but um it just keeps everything calm and more peaceful more um, positive and it keeps everything in the light uh, another thing I tell people is uh, declutter because yeah. without you realizing the dark will continue to live in the dark. But if yeah. you declutter, everything is brighter. So there's yeah. no um, there's no place for the dark to hide. I like that. <laughs> Reality. I mean, you yeah, know. So a few family members that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's sometimes hard because you do accumulate a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you especially, you have children, so you accumulate a lot of toys. So, but it's, um, that's, you know, at some point you're going to have to continue to just declutter. Like if you don't need it, you don't use it. And it's just creating a dead space. It's time to donate. It's time to let it go. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's a process. It's not a one, one time deal. You continuously do it and you'll see the difference in your energy, the flow of energy, like Fan Shui, the flow of energy just continues to be positive because you're doing that, because you're rearranging mm -hmm. the furniture just right, because you're rearranging every room, depending on where it is, just right. So the, it creates a flow of energy. So. People are saying they've been doing that a lot since New Year's. Spring <laughs> <laughs> cleaning early. Always. Yes. 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 I took a break for New Year's, but I'm starting up again. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so with all, it's okay. So we got our house. We're, we're feeling good in our yeah. house. How can we raise our own our own vibrations personally within ourselves? Well, you can meditate. Take five minutes for yourself, and when I say meditate, doesn't have to be um. You could literally put any song that you like that really resonates and gets you going, gets you in a very joyous place. Um, for me, I put Pitbull, anything of Pitbull. And I put my earplugs on and I could be doing housework and I get into such a great, great uh, energy level because I'm not putting myself down. I don't, you know, I also compliment myself. You did a great job. I don't need to hear it from anybody else. Yeah, if somebody else tells me, great, fine. But I know that I did a good job. I know that I am good enough. And I keep telling myself that also. Meditation, Give, get, do something for yourself. Even if it's taking, you know, getting up, because I used to do it. My kids will get up at 6.30 in the morning to go to school. I would get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and have that cup of coffee with nobody around. In my, in my own little thing, I would, you know, be able to drink the coffee nice and slow and just breathe and let go of all the energies that may have accumulated from the day before that are still lingering. And I just let release that. So there's a lot of different ways, but definitely you got to give yourself some time to do something that you like. And that will bring you joy and that will bring you more courage and that will bring you more positive energy. So one by one, it all adds up. I used to buy myself flowers. 
We're in, in between relationships. Every Friday, I would go get flowers, put it on my desk, and then take them home. It was great. And everybody like, oh, wait, who gave you this? Me. You bought yourself flowers? Yeah, why not? They made me joyous. I love the smell. I love to look at it. And it was something that I did for myself. So Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you think that um, in order for us to send, and, and even going back to growing our gifts, this was a question. Do you feel like shadow work, and I know you teach a self-love class, um, do you feel like that is a very important before you can grow your gifts that you have to really like focus on that? first or i think we all do shadow work constantly i think we need to continue mm -hmm. to go back to the dark side i'm mm -hmm. what we need to acknowledge acknowledge those feelings acknowledge what occurred and then release it work through it and i think once you start releasing it you'll feel lighter more empowered and you'll feel more like yourself. You'll start to release all those negative little dots that are all over your body. And those pieces of the soul will start to come back um, slowly. So you'll be back to being complete. So it's, um, it's, it's all step by step. And I know a lot of people say, oh, I, that I do too much, but it all really has to do with making the person whole, making yourself complete to be your true self, the one that you are truly are, not the one that unfortunately was born and then society and your traumas and everything uh, banged you a few times and now you have a, a thing here and a, and a bent here and, and maybe a cut here and we put you all back together. So then you can take it from there and be complete and not have to have to deal with all the past anymore. It's there. It's already happened. We just release it and release the energy that is holding us down uh, and blocking our, our growth, our evolution. Thank you, Bonnie. Pick your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Uh, <laughs> anything else? Um, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna ask last about twenty twenty four, but I've already been answered. We're doing tarot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start with that one, and then mm -hmm. um, you know, once I finish the archangel class. Then I'll start yeah. something else. But uh, do you have any? Um, are you going to any panels or anything? Or is that still kind of working? Well, I'm still working on that. Uh, I am being interviewed um, tomorrow, actually, at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's going to be on um, on Facebook also. So I already put it on my wall, so anybody could access the uh, the link there. Uh, then we're going to be doing the mediumship class. Don't worry, guys. I'll be there by 7. <laughs> uh, we do have another question. Uh -huh. How do you know when you are ready to go out on your own and start doing readings or mediumship for money? When you practice, practice, and practice. <laughs> uh, my, a lot of the students that I have taught in, my, in the past years, um they start out with just doing small readings they do like three card readings or five card readings just to get their practice just to get their their gifts going and really developed and then once they do the class and they go out and do that they could tell the difference in doing it to those readings for people they don't know because a lot of the times we do readings, but we do it between our students. Uh, so this way they could practice and nobody feels, um, you know, uh, ashamed or doubt themselves or anything like that. Because the more you practice, the better you are. I believe if spirit calls you, you'll know when you're ready to go out there and start doing readings. Um, I was doing it 
not for money, but I was doing it for almost all my life. And it's just, it, all of a sudden, do you, do you want to hear what I'm getting? And that's how it starts. And you just stop doubting yourself. How do you, how would you relay maybe not so good news in a reading? Well, not so good news. Um, I try not to do any health readings because uh, I'm not the doctor. Okay, so that that I'm usually, but if I see that it's very important for you to go see a certain type of doctor or, you know, oh, I feel you've been getting pains in your stomach, maybe you should just have that checked out. Doesn't mean that it's bad, but it means that maybe it's a good idea to have it checked out and it could be taken care of right away. Uh, but I don't do, you're dying because we're all dying. I try not to do unless spirit is really pushing uh your mate or your other half is um cheating on you or anything like that i i just try to keep it more positive because there's always that free will involved and if the person that's in front of me may not be willing to hear that their spouse is cheating they have to ask the question directly and then if if their guides tell me it's okay, then I'll tell them. So, hi, Connor. Paranormal connections. Hey. <laughs> so, um, if anybody wants to contact me, you can do that uh, at my um, website, which I'll show you. It's glendasmagicalcreations.com. Um, I answer all emails also, by the way. Uh, so you could just go there and send me a message and they'll come in, uh, to me as an email. And I do read all my emails and I do uh, respond to all of them. Uh, then there's also on Facebook, you could find me there. Yes, I am Glenda the Witch there. <laughs> I have my YouTube channel. Right there, Glenda's Magical Creations. I I really, you know, almost everywhere you can find me. And then you could join my meetup, which is where all of the classes and events appear in one complete list. So you can find yourself there and um, uh, just... Um, uh, do everything that you need to do. Uh, look at the website, look at all the events, look their pricing and all that other stuff. Now, Mandy, I always ask about pricing. Yes, Mandy. Um, yes, my website has some of the pricings because I do so much that they don't, not everything is listed yet. Uh, I've been the one working on my website and sometimes. It, technology and I don't agree. So, <laughs> but it gets there. Eventually it gets up there. I do have a lot of the prices there. I do have some of the stuff that I do. I don't put up everything. So if you're looking for something specific, contact me directly and, and I could tell you. And Mandy, if you're looking for the tarot thing, uh, I could send you the uh, the link to it because it starts on next Tuesday. So, and it's kind of time to the end, Ashley. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you everyone for being here. Thank you, Ashley, you were great. Uh, I love everyone and as always, <laughs> love you too, Paula. <laughs> as always, love you and many blessings. See ya. Bye.